Good morning, International Christian Fellowship Online Campus and all of those that call ICF Rome your family of faith, or maybe you're just joining us today for the very first time. My name is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale, and I want to say welcome to you. If you're new to the city of Rome, I want you to feel that you are a part of the family of faith here at ICF Rome. If you're looking and watching and joining the service online, I want to say thank you for participating. Thank you for investing in your own life that your faith will grow, that you have opportunity to worship Jesus. So I invite you to lean into today's service. I want you to know that we pray over every service. I believe this year we are to be the living proof, the evidence that God is at work in each of us. I also believe that Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is the living, loving proof for your life, for your miracles. So today, as you worship, ask the Lord to hear your worship, receive your worship. As you hear the ministry of the word, lean in and say to the Lord, how do you want to change my thinking? How do you want to increase my faith? How do you want to form my spiritual walk so that I can walk in victory? I'm so happy you're a part of this service today. I want you to celebrate with the worship and I want you to grow in the word of God. Enjoy today's service. Come on, you can do better than that. <clears throat> Good morning. I welcome our online campus. I want to say thank you to all of you that join online whenever you can't be here, when you're somewhere else. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for your prayer. We've seen so many answers to prayer in our Wednesday online prayer time. It's really amazing. Everybody say amazing. So today, I'm thankful for the bloom. That was amazing. Come on, ladies, let me hear you again. I'm thankful for a praise report that said yesterday brought one of our ladies so much joy, she just can't stop praising Jesus. That's what it should do, make his love and mercy bloom in our lives. And men, I want you to gather together on Saturday. I want you to encourage one another, to support one another. And if you need support to get the lunch, Alex and Yao will take care of it, and they will let me know, and I will take care of it, okay? I want you to be there. So don't let anything stop you from being at lunch. I know you need to eat, and we're going to cover your eating, okay? I want you to be there. The second thing I want to tell you is that the Noi Festival um, is the Billy Graham Crusade. You don't have to put it up right now, but it's the Billy Graham Crusade that's coming to Rome in November. So this class that we're going to have on Thursday night is going to be taught by one of the Billy Graham representatives for specific discipleship and evangelism in the way that they want every single person that encounters another person to meet Jesus. Um, yes, it is so important. We have amazing discipleship on Sunday morning. Um, in the Connect classes, I've heard testimonies of people whose lives were transformed because of something they heard in the class. Um, but this Thursday night, um, I think it's this Thursday or next Thursday. Huh? This Thursday. Okay. Um, 
So we're hosting it. It is a three-hour curriculum. I encourage you, if you want to be a part of evangelism, you want to take more of Jesus outside the walls of this church, we have to be strategic in our training. Amen? And so I'm excited because Pastor Chris and Bose and I went not too long ago to a luncheon with probably 400, 500 pastors from around this city. Different denominations, different churches, but I could feel in that room the uniting factor was we believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and they want us to spread Jesus to this city. Amen? And so I encourage you with everything within me to join us on Thursday night for that evangelism class. Today, we are going to continue guiding proof, and last Two weeks ago, I showed you that picture of the shepherd with the dirty sheep on his shoulders holding you close to his heart because he is the good shepherd. Amen? And we have provided intentionally things that happen in our midst for guiding proof. The AWARE Conference, how to keep your mental body well, how to keep your physical body well, how to keep your emotional body well, the Bloom and the Men's Conference, and Wednesday night. These are all intentional opportunities to encounter the guiding proof of Jesus. So I want to encourage you. So many times people come to pastors and leaders and say, I need to know what is God's will. And the pastor and the leaders say, come to the Saturday Aware Conference. Come to the Bloom. Come to Wednesday night prayer. And you don't come. And then you wonder, I can't figure out God's will. God is saying there's a lot of things we have to do to follow his guidance. Amen? Amen. So I love you. I'm your pastor. I'm guiding you today. He is a good shepherd. He is the chief shepherd. He is a loving shepherd. You can know his voice. Say no. How many of you, when someone that's very close to you calls you on the phone, you know their voice. They don't have to say, hey, Wayne, it's Julie. You got somebody? Raise your hand. There's somebody that calls you that you're like, I know that person's voice. Yeah. You can know God's voice like that. I think Pastor Carl said it at some point last weekend that, you know, if, if something is telling you you're no good, it's, it, it's not lining up with the scripture. That is not God's voice. You should be able to recognize that that's not God's voice. When something says, you're amazing, I've got plans for you. I'm calling you to be holy. I'm calling you to be a person of prayer and fasting. You should know and recognize that's God's voice. Amen? Pastor Carl reminded us in such a good way how to be careful of bad shepherd and good shepherd tactics and how to focus on character and that a good shepherd, whether it's your pastor or someone you go to for advice, a good shepherd will always point you back to Jesus. See, it's not a cop-out or saying, I don't care. It's saying, I want you to have the best care when I say, take it to Jesus. When your friend says, I don't know, but I will pray with you, you go pray, and I will pray, and then we will see it line up with Scripture. And we all have that responsibility. You see in this picture, there's a lot of shepherds in that picture, and they're all holding a rope in this picture to help, say help, 
to help guide the sheep. Sometimes the sheep don't have a rope, but I wanted you to see that sometimes as sheep, we have to hold the rope and hold on to it. We've learned that it's a lifelong covenant that God is making with you and I to hold on to you. This guiding proof, this living proof, so that always his words will be like poetry written on the pages of my life for him. He, it's a lifelong covenant. And you know, there are things in this world that break the covenant. There are things that we do that break the covenant. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand or even online, but I know that there are many people that we touch that come from places where there have been brokenness in the family and covenants have been broken. And sometimes that can shift the way we see our covenant with God as if it's not that important if it breaks. Can I tell you, it is so important to understand Jesus went to that cross. He made a lifelong, eternal promise, covenant, that he would never break with you. Never. There's nothing you can do that will make Jesus stop loving you. There's nothing you can do that will make God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit say, okay, never mind. I'm not giving them any more guidance. They don't listen. Close the book. Don't let them have access to the Bible. God doesn't do that. His grace and his mercy is a lifelong covenant. I want to say to you today, you cannot expect to traverse this great climb of life without help. Even the greatest mountain climbers do not go alone. Now, occasionally, if you like to watch YouTube or Netflix, or maybe you've seen something where there was some, I uh, will call them person without their right mind, who tries to scale up a mountain all by themselves. But you know what's interesting when that's a show? They're not by themselves. Someone's taking the picture. There's doctors on the ground. There's people that are there with them. It looks like they're by themselves, but they're really not. And I don't say that everything you see on Netflix or YouTube is wise or good or that you should do it. Amen? So today, I'm going to give you some guidance. And so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask um, Wayne and Julie, Micaiah and Cherry, would you help grab some of these out of that bowl and everybody gets a piece of rope. If you're online, it looks like this. You might get a shoestring. You might get a piece of rope. You might cut a piece of rope for yourself. Um, I wish I could send a piece of rope to all of our people. But I wanted you at this moment in time to be given. Also, this is important. You're being given a piece of rope by another person. This is also intentional. You don't get to have the rope all by yourself. We give it to one another. We hold on to it for one another. We say, okay, I'm going to hold the rope, and I'm going to see how I do this. So I know you may fidget with it while I'm talking. That's okay. You may think about it. You may write some notes and put it on your desk later. But I want you to remember throughout this message to keep holding the rope. So I've asked Bose and Alfred to come and help me. I didn't actually tell y'all that it was going to take a few minutes. You're going to stand there longer than one. Um, and 
These are the people that I'm traversing my climb with today. And they are holding the rope for me. I think y'all are going to step up here so that people on camera can see it. And you're going to pull it really tight so it's like up here. Yeah, okay. Um, can y'all see that? Good. So um, you'll see I have some words in English and I have some words in Italian. And there's not that many words on this rope. But here's what I want you to remember. In case you want to know what is God's will for your life, I want you to know you got to love. You got to give freely. You have to obey him. You have to trust. And you have to leap. He gives us the spirit of wisdom. Now, I might try to start my climb in the middle of the rope. But I know that I've got people that are helping me that are watching with me, that are praying with me, that are standing with me. We're standing with those people online. And so I want you to be aware of the process of guiding proof, okay? So keep standing there. He gives us the spirit of wisdom, the ability to hear his guiding voice and the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit to help follow where he leads, how he leads, when he feels like guiding me, okay, when he leads me. Ephesians 1, 13 through 14 and 17 through 19. You see this guiding proof, Jesus is always there. You good? He doesn't leave me. You good? No matter how long he has to stand by me, no matter how weary I get, no matter how, how much I try to say, wait, I want to be down here now. I want to go this way. And Jesus is saying, wait, I didn't say you're going that way. You hear me? I want you to see this. I want you to get a visual of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. He's holding the rope, but he's saying to you, if you're going to make this climb, you got to do it my way. So I want you to see this verse. You also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal. He promised the Holy Spirit, who is a deposit, guaranteeing our inheritance. He guaranteed, I have an inheritance that I will not fall. I will not falter. I will mount up on wings like eagles. I will run and not be weary. I will walk and not faint. He guaranteed an inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. That is the guiding proof. I'm asking God for that for you. It's important that you have the spirit of wisdom. It's important that you have revelation. It's important that you know him better. I pray. I think I have. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. So what is the guiding proof? I want you to look at Matthew 22, 37 through 39. What is it, Pastor Jen? Jesus, when, when asked which commandment, so they asked Jesus, what should we do? How, what's your will for my life? When asked what was the most important, Jesus said, 
What? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and all thy soul and all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So what is this guiding proof? If I'm going to start here, I have to accept that he loves me. You can put it up, love. Love him most. I love him more than my job. I love him more than my family. And you know how much I love my family. I love him more than the ministry. And you know how much I love the ministry. I love him more than you. And I love you so much. I have to love him most. This is so important to hearing the voice of God. Because if I love him and I know he loves me, then when he says stop, I don't say, oh God, you're mean. When he says pause, I don't say, you don't love me. I say, okay, God, you know better than I, so let me stop. Let me pause. Let me love you. I hold on to this rope no matter what. When I was going to bring my red tennis shoes, but I decided I didn't want you to be distracted. I hold on no matter what. I may have a stick. I may have a staff. I'm holding on to, to Jesus. I'm holding on to the Holy Spirit. And then what do I have to do? obey. I have to obey him. If I don't obey him, it's as if I said, let me just, can I have it for just one second? It's as if I said, never mind. Then what happens? If I don't obey, I have no support. I have no guidance. I'm going to fall the minute I get to a crevice. So when I obey him and I'm holding the rope and I don't let go, then I get to come to that next place where I trust him. And when I trust him, I don't doubt him. I'm going to say it again. When I trust him, I don't doubt him. It doesn't mean that I don't ask him questions. But I don't doubt him. I don't doubt his love. I don't doubt that he's given me a reason to follow the parameters. You see, so many times we think about obeying God as the Ten Commandments. Well, I don't kill. kill. I don't steal. I don't take nobody else's spouse. But the Bible says, what is the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart. And the second one is like it, love others. So I have to obey him. Maybe, this isn't in my notes, maybe you're struggling and you have said, I, okay, God, I love you. I love most everybody else. I can't love that person. Mm-mm, mm-mm, that's too much, God, I can't do that. Love doesn't mean I gave them permission to commit a crime against me. Love doesn't mean that I then therefore stand next to the person who did something terrible and awful like that was illegal. But it does mean I don't let them take the rope out of my hands. I say, God, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. I don't care what they say. I care what God says. So I trust the process. And then I have to give freely. When I give freely, Ben talked about it. We've talked about it every week. When I give time, talents, treasures, those shepherds give their time. They walk, their feet get dirty, their feet get tired, but they stay with those sheep. They'll do anything for those sheep to keep those sheep alive. They give freely. Are you the kind of good shepherd to a friend? Do you give freely or do you say, you know what? I gave you five hours last Saturday. Call me again in two months. What if I need three hours tomorrow? 
What if I need 30 minutes? And Nala said it so beautifully yesterday at Bloom that I can't possibly be with everybody all the time, but there's a whole bunch of people in this family of faith that are willing to give freely. You're not alone. And I need you to keep holding the rope. And then, you see this? Then God says, okay, for a lot of us, I want you to go to Rome. And you're like, that is a very big leap. Or I want you to stay. I need you to hold it really tight. And you say, God, I want to do something new. And I'm going to leap. And God is saying, you can leap, but I'm going to hold you. Amen? I'm going to hold you. Do you see how important it is that I live by faith, not fear? Do you see that if I don't hold this rope, I'm going to fall and it's going to be on camera? (laughs) It's important to hold the rope. And then... I put it in Italian, but what I want you to see is it's basically do this, do this, and then repeat. Say repeat. So I got to, you mean after I leap, I got to love some more? Yeah, because you're going to meet some new people along the way. You mean after I leap, I got to keep obeying in a different way, in a different language, with different money, with different measurements, with different friends? Yes, you do. Do you see that I got to have faith and trust again that what he did for me over there, he's going to do for me over here, and I'm not going to let go of the rope? I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to stop climbing, amen, that I have to give freely, that I'm not doing it by myself. You see, I'm not doing it by myself right here. He is with you. He is for you. He will equip you. He will bless you. It's been said now for the last two or three Sundays, you give 10%, but God's going to do a whole bunch of stuff with that 90%. What if you gave 15%? I mean, think about how you give freely. And then I keep leaping here in Italy. I keep leaping, and I'm not leaping by myself. I'm leaping for Italy. I want to touch one. I want to touch Italy. I want to reach nations. He has a promise for you to follow. Stay right there, guys, because I want you to see something. See, normally I do an illustration, right, and then they go sit down. I want you to see this is not just an illustration. I know even these two guys are here when I need them. I know that if I needed something, Alfred, and I called you, you would figure out a way to help me solve the problem. I know if I send Bo's a text message and I don't get two blue checks right away, that he's going to give me some blue checks on my WhatsApp message within a couple minutes to say, what do you need? Constantly holding the rope. So here's what I want you to see, Isaiah 41.10, in case you wondered, how am I going to live without fear? Isaiah 41.10 says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you with my righteous right hand. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, for God has not given us, what? The spirit of fear, that is not of God. Say it's not of God. It's not of God. See, if I love him, if I know his voice, then when I have fear, I say, get behind me, devil. This is not of God. There's difference between the Holy Spirit quickening me and giving me wisdom that says, you know, you're about to fall off the cliff. Stop. That's not fear. That's wisdom, right? But fear and anxiety is not of God. He hasn't given us that spirit of fear. But of what? Power, love, and a sound mind. 
He has a promise when you follow his guidance. Psalms 112, 1 through 8. It's long, but I want you to see it. It says, praise the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. i got to read it from here. <laughs> who find great delight in his commands. Their children will be mighty in the land. You want to know what the promise is for following God's guiding proof? This is it. Their children will be great in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in their houses. And their righteousness endures forever. It doesn't say their riches endure forever. Their righteousness endures forever. The wealth is in the house so that I can walk in righteousness. I can get somebody else like you to hold the rope. Amen? Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright. This is the promise for holding the rope, for following the guiding proof. For those who are gracious and compassionate, there's that word love again. That's what compassionate is that I love God, that I'm compassionate to what Jesus did for me. That I'm compassionate when someone is broken and righteous. Good will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who conduct their affairs with justice. Surely the righteous will never be shaken. Say never. Never be shaken. I mean, that's something to praise God for, Natalie. No matter what happens, no matter what unknown circumstance happens to us, my faith is built in Jesus Christ and nothing less. My faith will not be shaken. Amen? Give God praise. The righteous will not be shaken. They will be remembered forever. They will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are secure, and you will have no fear. In the end, they will look in triumph on their foes, their enemies. See, there's an enemy out to get us. He wants to steal my faith. He wants to steal my joy. He wants to kill my destiny from God. He can't. The enemy of fear is defeated. The enemy of sickness is defeated. The enemy of doubt is defeated. Sometimes we think the foe, the enemy, is this big bad devil with red horns and a pitchfork. Sometimes it's like being stuck in traffic for two hours and saying, what in the world? And the Holy Spirit saying, as he did for me and Bose and Julie yesterday, I spared you by one minute. As we watched a car on Marconi go up in the air, flip up, and land on its head and crushed. One minute, one, not even one minute, 30 seconds in front of us. I don't know how that happened. I don't know what happened. But the Holy Spirit was saying something to me. You know, on that, a lot of times, Bose helps me a lot. And I really didn't think I needed him to drive yesterday, but sometimes after things, I'm a little bit weary. And he said, Pastor, please let me drive you to the, I'll get to the station, then you can drop me there. I was like, okay. But he was watching. He was holding the rope. He saw what was happening just 30 seconds in front of us. And I was thinking to myself, God, you put people in my life that hold the rope because you tr we trust you. 
The righteous will never be shaken. Now you may say, Pastor Jen, that was just an accident on the road. I don't believe that. I believe we pray. We say to God, put a hedge around us. I pray for that person who was in that car. I don't know what his condition was when he dropped out of that car upside down. But a whole bunch of people went to him and we were able to just get out of the the array of chaos and go home. There's a reason why people hold the rope. There's a reason why we say, yes, keep holding the rope. Okay, I think I can do it by myself, but I already showed you. If I try to do it by myself, I'm going to fall. I don't want you to fall. I want you to hold the rope for someone else. So I'm asking you this morning, who is Jehovah telling you to hold the rope for and how? Maybe it's prayer, but if you're praying, could you send him a message and say, I'm praying for you today. Just, I'm praying for you today. If it's to say, I love you, and can we get together? And maybe you say, I want to get together with you. And they say, sorry, I'm too busy. I can't do it. Then you say, okay, when can you do it? And give me three more options. And you keep trying until you make it happen. Not every woman came to Bloom yesterday. And for those of you that weren't there, I missed you. We're going to keep doing it, though. We're not going to not do it because a few people didn't come. I'm not going to not love because someone didn't give it back to me. I'm going to keep holding the rope. I'm holding the rope for you. Jesus is holding the rope for us. The Holy Spirit is holding the rope for us. You know, Psalm 23 in the contemporary English version. I love this. We know the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But in this version, I want you to see what it says. The Lord is my shepherd. I will never be in need. You let me rest in fields of green grass. You lead me to streams of peaceful water. You refresh my life. You are true to your name. You lead me along the right path. I may walk through valleys as dark as death. But I won't be afraid. You are with me. And your shepherd's rod, maybe the rope, makes me feel safe. Well, here's what I want to declare over you this morning as the worship team comes. That streams of living water will overflow and refreshing upon us and all those we have influence with. I want you to keep holding the rope. I pray that Jesus will expand our thinking and eliminate our doubts. I pray that Jesus will enlarge our faith talk. I pray that he will envelop you with his love and grace, that he will educate and elevate your influence, that he will empower you, somebody say amen, with the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit, that he will enable me when I'm holding on to that rope to tread upon the serpent's head, right? I'm gonna keep holding the rope and if the serpent is there, the Holy Spirit is gonna pull me away from the dangers, amen? Somebody say amen. God is faithful. He is for you. And you are his living proof. He is a good father. I will hold the rope. I want you to stand with me all over this room. I want you to hold your rope. I want you to put tension on it. I want you to imagine first and foremost that God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are holding your rope. He isn't going to let go. 
And then I want you to remember to love, give, trust, leap, and repeat. Love, give, obey, trust, leap, and repeat. One more time. Love, give, obey, trust, leap, and repeat. You want to know what God's will is for your life? Do those things and keep it on repeat. You know, when I hear a new song, I repeat, 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 repeat. I got to get those words in my heart. Love. Give freely. Obey Him. Trust Him. Leap and repeat. Hebrews 13, 20, 21 says this. Now, may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep. He'll equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Before they sing, I want you to bow your heads. I want you to close your eyes. You know, I have followed Jesus for many decades. I have loved him. I have failed him. I have doubted. (laughs) I've gotten frustrated and angry at, are you sure about this, Jesus? And in my life, I can tell you two or three times, even in my adult life, and it wasn't two years ago. It was way before that, 10 years ago. When I evaluated again and said, am I really going to hold this rope for somebody else? I'm asking you this morning, in your seat right there, Pastor Jen, I can't do this by myself. I'm praying, but I've been tempted to let go of the rope. I've been tempted to not hold the rope for the ones that I love, the ones that have been entrusted to me. (coughs) In this room, with every head bowed and every eye closed, but you would say, I want you to be bold. Bible says where two or three agree as touching anything, it'll be done. I'm telling you, you don't have to hold it alone, but you're struggling and you need prayer. I want your hand to go up all over this room. You're struggling and you need prayer. Thank you, Jesus. We, God sees this. Keep your hand up. Keep your hand up. God sees it. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Now, Father, you see these hands. We ask you first and foremost to help us love you and understand your love. We ask you, Lord God, to help us have faith to obey you in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray that you would remove every doubt. I pray that the name of Jesus, every stumbling block, every barrier would be removed in Jesus' name. Will you say the name of Jesus? You have your hand up. Say Jesus. Say it with me. Jesus. Everyone say this, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, help me to obey you. Jesus, I trust you. Jesus, I will give freely. Jesus, I will leap. I won't let go. Thank you for holding me, Jesus. I'm all yours, and I'm not letting go. Say it again. I'm all yours, 
and I'm not letting go. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I'm so thankful that the Word of God truly permeates our heart and changes our mindset so we can walk in victory. So today, if something in the message spoke to you, I want you to invite Jesus to be in control in a new way, in a broader way, in a total way. So I want you to pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it, dear Lord Jesus, I invite you right now, I invite you right now to take control of my life. I thank you, God, that you are forgiving me of sin. You are helping me to walk in a new, right relationship with you. And Jesus, from this day forward, I give all of my heart to you, all of my steps to you. And I trust that with your help, Jesus, I can walk in victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I also want to pray for your miracle in motion. I know that there are many people who watch online and you have walked through some difficult circumstances already this year. So, Father, right now, for that one who is saying, I need that prayer, I need to know that Jesus hears me, that God sees me, that he's working on my behalf, I pray the Holy Spirit that you will come into that place where they're watching right now. You will increase their faith. You will remind them that you are Jehovah Rapha, the healer. You are Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides. You are Jehovah Shalom, the peace of God in the midst of anxiety and turmoil. Father, meet every need of your son or daughter that's watching right now. Son or daughter of the Most High God, hear the Lord say to you, I am working. Your miracle is in motion. I'm going to turn your chaos into peace. I'm going to turn your storm into victory. The Lord is with you. The Lord is for you. And he wants to heal your body, mind, and spirit. I want your faith to grow in Jesus' name. If you were here, I'd put my hands on your forehead for your thinking and your shoulders for letting you know that you've got someone holding up your arms today. So Lord, I pray that today the one watching this service online would feel the presence of the Lord. They would know that they are not alone. You are not alone. God is with you. We are with you and your victory is in motion. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Now I also want to say thank you. Thank you for the way that you partner together with your family of faith. I want you to write me. I want you to send me an email. Click on the link. Write us on Facebook or the church website, icfrome.org. And know that today is the beginning of the best week you're going to have so far. I love you and I bless you in the name of Jesus.